Welcome to our podcast series uh, as we follow the journey of the Western Clydesdales. This started with us talking about getting them back into the Host Plus Cup and now here we are halfway through the season and then some and it has just been fantastic to have this level of rugby league back in the Garden City to have the home games, the McDonald's fun days, the ladies days and all the wonderful initiatives and joining me to talk about it is uh, Tony Kernan. G'day mate. How you going Lee? Hi. Look, great, and as I say, this it really has been exciting. It, it has just been phenomenal, and one of the things that when we first kicked this off, we talked about this being the ultimate pathway for local rugby league players and those that get into the Western Clydesdales from wherever they come to join us, that this is an opportunity for them to perhaps go on to NRL level. Now, we were hoping that at the end of the season, we might be able to talk about a signing. Here we are, as I say, halfway, and we've already got a signing. Yeah, um, amazing news. And as you said, Lee, just so much earlier than what we expected. And, you know, uh, Molino, or uh, our mate Lino, we call him, Molino... Finian Godofo. Thank you. You're, you're the anu- you're, you're the announcer. <laughs> and games, plenty of practice. And um, lots of practice with that one, mate, let me tell you. From, from the very, very first... Game. Remember, yep. we had that trial match against uh, uh, the Bulldogs reserve yeah. great side. They came yeah. up. The, 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 I was sitting in the grandstand, and every time Lino got the ball, just the crowd got behind him instantly, yes. didn't they? You know, absolutely became a crowd favourite. And you know, there's something very unique about Lino. You, when you're 173 centimetres tall and you're 110 kgs, you sort of you stand out a little bit as this absolute solid low-to-the-ground pocket rocket who yeah. can actually motor. Can he what? Well, he's oh, a centre. Yeah. And, and I mean, the, the, the soft hands on him, yeah. as well as yeah. the, the ability to run flat out from the back fence. Yeah. Uh, you know, defensively fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and he's got calf muscle on him. That the, the, you can't, he can't pull those socks up. Yeah. He's one of those players that plays with his socks down for a reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and this is the big thing with me as uh, chairman uh, and, and, and the board that I work with and everything, you've got a football team over there making them better footballers. All that we want is to make better people, uh, better young men and better better women. Lino came into this place and he was just a fantastic young man right from the start. And he's growing and growing in confidence. And so he's got that real balance of the, the, a very humble young man, but you're getting a real confidence with him, a bit mm. of a swagger, and you can see it on the field. And you've got to have both of those things to be successful. And, you know, if all we do with uh, all our young people as they're going through from under-16s right through is that they improve as people by the end of the year, I see that as doing their job. That often, becoming a better person, that transfers into becoming a better footballer. It's a massive win, isn't it? It's a massive win. What does it do across the club, too? I mean, the other players, now, the the, you know, there's an inspiration. Mm. There's an aspiration. Mm. There's somebody that they can actually say, this isn't just a pipe dream. This has happened to the bloke I train with that that, that plays beside me on the weekends. Uh, That has to ripple through the whole club. Yeah. Take another sport. Karen Smith Robinson ever talked to her and and you talked to her about her success in hockey and she said when Nikki cracked it Nikki Hudson yeah yeah uh, this living breathing thing right beside them living in Toowoomba that they train with that they had fun with all that sort of stuff they go 
Nikki's just a person just like us, yeah. you know, and it can happen. And when you believe it, and this is what all these other people see, you know, the kids and the girls around the place and they go, well, Lino's just Lino. Yeah. He's our mate. And uh, it can happen. The amazing thing and the great story about Lino is here's this kid over in Auckland just thinking about fit, uh, finishing football. There was, you know, he, he'd been looked at by Melbourne Storm. There was interest when he was younger, I believe, with the All Blacks, you know, to get him into their academy. And for whatever reason, he just got into limbo and wasn't sort of playing. And then there was COVID and injuries and all that sort of stuff. Gets a phone call from Toowoomba in Australia, from Jason Alchin, and just said, Lino, we want you to have another crack. Uh, The guys have been spotting you. I've seen video of you and all this sort of stuff. I believe you can do it. And he went, yeah, okay. Comes over. We've got uh, a connection with, a partnership with Queensland X-Ray, and they do these Dexter scans, which is just like a super-graded pinch test. Okay. And uh, looks at bone density and muscle mass and muscle uh, fat levels and all that sort of stuff. Uh, So Lino goes, you know, and as a – his size – his height combined with that incredible size, yeah. it wasn't looking good for Lino, fitness-wise. He was uh, very, very unfit, and there was a few heart problems and everything. Because of that shape, there's, yep. there's pressure on the heart. So they deemed him quite unfit. And then he said to Jason, I'm really going to focus on my training and I'm going to focus on weights because I've never, ever done it, really. He's wow. never really looked at a program. And, and then... The beautiful thing is that he was staying at Jason Elchin's house with his wife, Cherie, and Cherie has been an amazing influence on him, just feeding him properly, encouraging the real mother away from home. And What uh, a great story. And then he focused on it, and within three months, he was bench pressing 200 kgs. And his fitness level is through the roof. So he was just one of those people where it just went kaboom. And... Here's the guy that was not really going to bother with it and very, very unfit, and look what's happened to him. That is absolutely incredible, isn't it? Uh, obviously, uh, the results haven't come the no. way that you know you, perhaps the coach and, and others would uh, would like them to, and I'm sure the players themselves, uh, they've got off to some great starts yep. and then just struggled to keep it going for 80 minutes. And I think that is the, the very big difference between where most of these guys had been playing their rugby league yeah. uh, in a TRL level, perhaps, uh, as opposed to stepping up to this Host Plus Cup level, is just how close to NRL level the intensity is yes. for those 80 minutes. That's my observation from uh, sitting up in that uh, broadcast booth. That That's it in a nutshell. That's that's uh, for the guys who are very, very close to it and Jason who knows details about all these guys, that's his summation too. Yeah. Uh, we've identified people in the TRL who we believe uh, at that Host Plus Cup level, guys over in New Zealand that have come from all over the Pacific Islands, that are not necessarily playing at that level, but good enough. Same thing with the Sydney guys. And a few blokes who have been uh, in the Host Plus Cup, but have been fringe players for that. And you go, yeah, they've been fringe at Capras or at Redcliffe or somewhere like that, but yep. they haven't quite cracked it. So you brought all that team together. And they, the biggest thing that I've heard from good observers of the game outside of our club, that's the ones that I trust. Yep. When you're in your club, you're a little bit 
can be biased, but they go, no, you've got a host plus cup team here. It's just a matter of getting used to it. And you've got these guys that have been involved in a host plus cup system from the age of 14, working their way up and getting so used to it. Our guys are trying to do that in within one year. Yeah. So there's no Dolphins story here. That's right. Uh, and, and the Dolphins did it different because they got the uh, really experienced NRL players coming in. So we have struggled with that, but we're competitive and that's what I'm happy about. And we're sort of mirroring a little bit the, the Bulldogs, aren't we? Our, yep. our, our partner. In Absolutely. That, just go, oh, wow. If the Bulldogs won those four other games that they could have won, they jumped They're right jumping up the table. Up the Same yeah. with us. And it's just... Uh, what they say, good coaches, they say it's to click in that switch yeah. that you become a side where you have a Cameron Smith or Cooper Cronk that goes, right, we're playing badly, but this is how we win the game from now on. Bang, 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 won the game. Thank you very much. Exactly. Yeah. And that everybody can lift at that same time. Yes. And it really is only about, you know, 5 10% yeah. uh, difference to where they are. But that, at that level, makes such a massive difference. And, you know, if, you, if you're struggling to get your head around it at home, just think about when you go away on holidays and you hit the highway for the first time and you get yeah. up to 100 k's and you're hanging on because you yeah. think, geez, this is a bit quick. You know, I haven't driven yeah. at 100 for a while. And then after about an hour, you, you, you're one hand, you're having a Coke, you know. It's yeah. like, it's, yeah. it, it, it takes time to... To get used to, and then once they do get used to that level, that's where their marker is yeah. from here on in. This season will get them up to that marker, yeah. and then they, you know, the ones that will go on further will, and the ones that won't make it will will drop away, and uh, and we'll just see that natural attrition. Yeah, and we we're just looking at the draw before, and you look at the draw, and you just go, well, there isn't an easy game there. There's no weekends <laughs> where you can sort of go, this is a little bit better. Relax, you know. Yeah, and the huge thing that we've noticed is at other levels, you can sort of uh, uh, taper off or mm. go to sleep for a few minutes during the game. If you go to sleep at any stage, it's just bang, 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 and they never let you back in. Exactly. It's that professional. Now, uh, we are recording this on Queensland Day, would you believe, yes. of course. Uh, and uh, so if you're listening to this, say, uh, once we pop this up, uh, you're, we will have gone to Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Now, that is a massive undertaking. Yes. How has it been behind the scenes uh, getting all that together? Because not only the players, but I'm assuming that some officials, some yeah. other personnel are going to have to go over as well. Yeah. Uh, everyone had to have passport and all these things, which I'm assuming maybe some didn't. Yeah, yes. And it's always an interesting thing when you say, talk to a group of footballers because there's all sorts of different characters <laughs> yeah. within that whole group. And you go, right, guys, everybody got their passport? Oh, yeah. Have you found it? Is it up to date? Have, have you looked at the date? <laughs> and just go, right, bring it to me. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's all of that. There's a few logistical things there and making sure that everybody's got it. There's a few injuries too. So we're looking at, you know, the guys. Molino had a, a calf problem the last game yeah, I called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, they've played since then, but the last mm. home game he uh, came off with the calf. So there's four or five other guys on the fringes where you go, uh, you may be called in, have you got your passport up to date yep. and everything. And, mate, when you go over over there, Lee, they say that it's the most amazing yeah. experience. It's just so alive. And Host Plus Cup uh, crowds, as we noticed, they're great, but they're not those monster crowds that yep. we're used to. In PNG, it's monster crowd. The place is packed. They're literally hanging out of trees. And also on TV, Yep. even if it's not on Nine Now, 
or KO, if it's just on Q Plus TV, they can have a million people watching it. Wow. It's amazing. That's yeah. incredible. We're going to get an update from uh, the uh, Captain Darren Chunnick when they uh, do get back from that. And we wish them all the very best for that trip. And just finally, it's been great to see that some local players, we talked about those yeah. that might have only ever played TRL prior to this, yeah. that they are really putting in a massive effort and, and being a big part of the uh, team uh, as they're rolling through and are leading the stats in some cases. Yeah. Corey McGrady, as, as you know, great player within this Incredible. competition for a long Talent. time there with Matty Duggan and Corey's leading the try assists wow. and really, really stepped up. And he's not a spring chicken. Yeah. Uh, he's in his in his late 20s, Corey. Uh, I better be careful. He might even be in his 30s. I think he's in his late 20s. Yep. And he's just stepped up and just made it his own. It's, yeah. it's so good to see and to see that he's so comfortable in that sphere. And then Mitch Watson, just the the kid from Warwick, even better than the kid from Toowoomba, the kid from the, the smaller regional place who's just uh, bringing the whole town along with him on this ride, and he's leading uh, tri-scorer in the Host Plus Cup. It's just really, really good, mate. Fantastic to see. Absolutely brilliant. Well, uh, there's a lot to be very proud of as far as the Western Clydesdales are concerned. Not only the players on the field and the effort that they're putting in, but the uh, team behind as well, of which uh, Tony Kern is a very big part of that. Mate, thank you for uh, joining us for our little podcast series. We continue to follow the Western Clydesdales and we look forward to getting that update when uh, everybody comes back from Papua New Guinea. Yeah, greatly.